Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started What's up, Chris? This is Jason. We were just talking right before we hit record that you just don't give a shit. And that kind of attitude is what keeps these people tuned in every week, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't care that my AirPods give me problems sometimes. I'll continue to go back and suck on the Steve Jobs teat at any chance that I get. Okay, so this is a this brings up an issue that I have had with my life partner. Shoutouts to Carolyn, my life partner. Are you sure? It's, is this a mental thing? When is it not a mental thing with me, Chris? Yeah, I'm good a point. cerebral Great cat. Point. Yeah. <laughs> she was doing a Nike job, and she said that the person from Nike, like her main contact there, uh, she was wearing a, a How Long Gone hat, and I guess apparently he said, "Oh, are you LP?" And she was like, "What <laughs> the fuck?" is going on and see dumbass this is why i don't do your little shtick because this is what happens bro this is what happens a cool a cool man who works at nike uh knows and likes our podcast all that sounds good if you're listening right now yeah send us some shoes bro i don't give a 17 Uh, stop listening and start sending bro we love that you listen and you don't you know we don't just need free shoes. We also need uh, endorsement deals with money and all, all kinds of stuff. It doesn't just have to be free <laughs> I shit. I like accessories, too. I like accessories, Yeah, some of too. your new eyewear is awesome. And if you want to do a shoot where we're the talent, I mean, I can get out of my deal with K-Swiss if it has to happen. Yeah, we can work on I, I know some stuff. We, we got lawyers and shit. But, but the, the issue that was at hand that I have with my life partner is the googling of things when you have a problem and i was and i was like well you have a very specific problem with your airpod headphones Mm. they they work all the time except when we're potting and in my thought i'm like did you google uh, it you said fuck that fuck googling that's fucking stupid no 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 i use this method i used this method just yesterday actually to figure out how to take the uh roof off (laughs) of a of a new a pepper grinder to put those peppercorns the into roof? a le- the, a lay crusade bro, i thought grinder. this was gonna be i thought this was gonna be I, I you got the the maserati soft top stuck in the up position 
But you said no, the roof no, bro, of a not. peppercorn grinder? Yeah, yeah, like a, a store-bought one. We had, you know, it was, it was pretty full, and so I looked up how to get uh-huh. it off, and unfortunately, it, it required a water soak that would ruin the peppercorns that were still in it. So I had to water go rogue soak? and use a box cutter to to surgically okay, remove. Okay, so blue-collar Chris has turned a leaf. Yeah, yeah, I had to get my hands dirty. I didn't luckily there was no bloodshed okay. and those peppercorns made it greatly into our orange sunburst Le Creuset pepper Oh, grinder. thank God. So you said let's get after it Home Depot style. Exactly. Okay, so so you don't have you don't have an aversion to googling because like whenever I tell my girlfriend to google something, no, no, no. she's like, "What do you think? I can't figure out blah blah blah." I'm like, "Did you google it?" And she's like, "I don't fucking look at Reddit." That's what you do. I mean, that's a great point, and I which also, is a great point. Why would you Google shit if you have my dorky ass to do it for you? That's true. I I this was something I was trying to solve my own. I knew it was going to require some elbow grease. Um, mm-hmm. actually, you know, my elbow is currently greased up right now with uh some virgin weed sport. Actually, because I'm feeling a little tight Ooh. after uh, a lot of yeah. Shout out to che- weed sport, work. my favorite. THC topical recovery aid, and they were nice enough to bless you with a virgin blend for our sober kings and queens out there. That's VIP shit right there. You ain't got these. Hose ain't got these. But I, I have a, I have an interesting story yesterday from yesterday, Jason. As well, yeah. we took a journey to the west side, hell on earth. Depends on what part of the west side you're in. You're not. You're not talking about Pacific Palisades. No, of course not. No, I'm talking about Venice. Uh, we started oh. Justa, which which was fine, um, and then. But but we went to the Brentwood Country Mart and something really crazy happened to us there. Okay, we were at farm shop getting a, a coffee, and <laughs> yeah, obviously perusing the fine merchandise that they have there um, at their larder section. <laughs> and goddamn, and you love larders, so you didn't get a coffee from Justa. You just went to go talk about how bad the hats were. I had to get out of there. I had a delicious. I mean, the food is so good. The food is so good, but everything else about it is so cursed. It's just it's, people it's really, really love the food there. I'm yet to. I've only eaten there like once or twice, and I don't think I've had a great. I mean, it was it was obviously good, but I'm not. I'm not coming all over the dining room floor. That's not like no, 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 no. We ain't no, but it's it's also like a thing to do on a day where there's nothing to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah oh, let's true. let's drive over there. We'll have that, and they have a they have a store that's actually quite good. At the Juicy store, this is for the real heads. They sell this Hawaiian uh, peanut coconut peanut butter. Oh my god! Coconut peanut butter family. You put Jake put this shit on a date for us, and my fucking mouth was tingling. A date? That's a fake dessert, bro. That's what we're doing now. <laughs> we're hacking the dessert game. Damn hell yeah, that's good. But it was delicious. But anyway, so we're at farm shop. So much to cover. You know, we're at farm shop, and there's this like blonde, you know, like rich mom uh, with a beautiful child and like a husband with this great head of hair and like a Richard Millet on, uh-huh. and you know, he's, he's got the Millet. Bill Hader doing the uh-huh voice. And and so and they're she they're kind of eyeing us down, and I'm like, are we? Am I about to get in a fight? Did I do something? No, this menage, this menage happening. I'm like, they definitely don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I just don't understand what this is. And she she walked up to us with a with a bag and she said hey i own this company called malibu milk and it's a, it's an it's an organic flax milk right and she's like she's like you know we go we go to a lot of our stockists and we buy a couple bottles and we just give it to someone to try it and you guys are the coolest looking people in here so we want you to we, we want you to take these two two gallons one oat one flaxseed and just try it and and gallons? Just, i just they're 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 big. Okay. They're pretty thick. Okay. So anyway, anyway, I was just you know I was flying high after that. I was like, damn, yeah, yeah. I just got identified as cool at, at the farm shop, yeah, and yeah. and to be fair, we were the coolest people there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it was just an interesting. So I'm going to try some flaxseed milk for the first time. I didn't know if you'd be interested in sampling some oh, of that. Chris, I would love to. Unfortunately, I'm on holiday right now, but please save some. I don't know what the shelf life is looking like over at Malibu Milks. It's interesting. The shelf life is similar to regular milk, which makes me think this shit is powerful. So the so the shorter the shelf life, the more powerful it is. And when you say powerful, are you speaking in flavor and nutrient density? I'm, in uh, you know high electrolyte absorption. What are we talking all, about? All of the all of the above. All the above. Got it, got it. Yeah, I, you know, I know shelf stable is a thing we strive for in some of our in some of our lives, but in this case, I want my shit going bad quick. Meek Mill voice, <laughs> going bad, <laughs> going bad. Yo, if my milk lasts through the night, I don't want it, bro. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want it. This is fre- this is fresh from the flaxseed, hand pressed. You know, when you hear a name like that, of all the products, you don't think it's going to be literally milk. I think it's going to be like some type of suntan lotion. Maybe a website that requires a, a, a monthly membership fee. Maybe that's Malibu Milkers or something like that. I don't know what it is. Sounds like maybe a, a old person walking club. You know what I mean? You never know. But it's <laughs> it's it is unfortunately spelled M Y L K, which I know you uh, love. I thought that was copywritten. It's packed with fiber, omega threes, and prebiotics. So I will save well, you a slow shot. Slow down of, until of they until the the Zell hits, Chris. We don't need no, to, this is, we don't need this to is, gas them up too much. No, this is free promo because I was so and, and I, I went to this beautiful store. I just had a we had a great day. In, Chris, I'm starting to have a feeling that Malibu Milk knew exactly what they were doing when they came up and gave you this this hard sell. It sounds like this Nike Mark Narc did the same thing. Oh, are you you know, I it just it all sounds like everybody's playing inside baseball on us, TJ, which I guess is a good place to be. Yeah, they're they're burying the lead, they're playing coy, mm-hmm. but they know exactly who we are, mm-hmm. what hotel room I'm in right now and hopefully their intentions are are only pure but we can never you know we, we, we you can never everybody can never look know. all these all these jabronis are trying to no pun intended milk us for something <laughs> um and you well, know they're, they're milking I, us for pre, free promotion which i am fine to do because luckily that's a, a brand of content that we have sort of created a a cottage industry of mm-hmm. and people like to just hear us talk about products we haven't figured out how to get money for those products yet. I don't need to get money for it because I get money in other places and I would prefer to have these products given to me and then it, it, it's pod fodder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pod fodder. We'll make money on the back end. I mean, other than Sweet Green, who keeps my pockets lined full of cashew, but what did you eat at Juicer real quick? I actually had a classic California veggie sandwich, Jason. Ooh, baby. Um, which really hit for me i did ask them to remove the peppers because i think peppers on sandwiches are disgusting i hate the mouthfeel like a like a bell pepper yeah like well it was probably marinated or some shit you know what i mean it's all uh, marinated it, fucking it, pickled it. blah 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 but it had a nice tahini spread which i think really set it off tahini on a sandwich but i watched the couple the couple the couple next to us and shout out to kirsty godso who i the, super super train to kirsty godso Gold, sorry. i saw her there but i i didn't get a chance to say what's up to her she's definitely listening to this podcast so you didn't um, have a chance to say what's up to Come on. Well, I didn't. I didn't realize it was her, and then she was walking out, and she was with a friend. They didn't want to stand up and chase her. You know what I mean? That'd be crazy. It would have hit you with the babes. The couple next to us did something I've never seen before that Al noticed. I didn't. They, they ordered a second round of fries. Is that when the edible kicks in? Is that we did a really hard hike in Malibu Canyon and fuck it, we earned these fries? Or are they just that good that you had to re? No, what they look. No, they look like stone tourists from like you know. Somewhere right. not right, a city. Right, right. Somewhere that's not a city. But it's crazy because just to, it's it's like I made a reservation the night before for twelve thirty, no problem. And there were people, a hundred people walked up while we were eating, asking for a table, and they were saying it was a two hour wait. I'm like, did you guys not check 
res- like why would you not check a reservation when you know this is that kind of place? Maybe they I, don't. I don't understand. Maybe they don't know it's that kind of place. And also, Juicy doesn't seem like the type of like a, like a deli type of counter scenario vibe. Like it's not a place I want to make a res for. I understand. But yeah, fuck all those people. Fuck Justa, fuck Venice, fuck eating, fuck lunch. We have a great guest fuck today. Fuck lunch. Old friend of the show. Old friend of the show, Chrissy Milazzo. Milazzo. Uh, Chris, Chrissy is a legend, and we've been friends with her for a long time. And you know, during the research portion of this podcast, which you know, Jason uh, texted me 10 minutes before we started, saying, damn, Chrissy deleted Twitter? I'm like, no, nah, Chrissy deleted all that shit, fella. Mm. Chrissy, Chrissy, who's hilarious, has left the social media uh, realm, which mm. is, I mean, obviously something neither of us could do because of our illustrious careers and addiction. I just figured she blocked me or something, but... I guess not. She wouldn't be the first one. Yeah, I'm interested. I think she moved as well. It's it's more of a life update with Chrissy today, right, which is exciting. I think we're going to learn a lot of different ways how to manage the world and the life that you have. Get into a more healthy headspace, and we're not talking about the app. No, they need to cut the check. Chris could use a little healthy headspace, you know what I mean, listeners? Bitch, I'll, I'll, and I think Chrissy is going to be the person <laughs> that really delivers that. I'll knock that, your I'll that. knock your fucking block off and make some See, space. Can you do you guys hear this? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. It's what I'm talking about. She's probably so okay. logged off that she's like, "Oh, I deleted Zoom." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, dele- I deleted the podcast app. Well, let's let's try to find her. I think she's on the East Coast too, so it's basically the end of the day. She's probably having a cold brew. Maybe she gave that up too. For all I know, Jesus. Cold brew? What? How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves bit of a travel agent so for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions we were spent off obviously off clock going through you know hotels ferries car rentals restaurant recommendations it's as if i have two wives i have two wives inside of me and uh yeah (laughs) sure sure yeah so uh it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists you get one that you really like you guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. 
Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Chrissy, hi, how are you? How have you been? This is me, Jason, and Chris, your friends. Hi, I'm sweaty. <laughs> I'm good. I'm in Philadelphia. It's a sweaty town, isn't it? So let's talk about that. <laughs> you okay? I mean, no, like never, never fully okay. But I moved here at the end of February. What? How much did Urban Outfitters offer you? <laughs> what is Urban Outfitters? What is their relationship to Philadelphia? It's the only reason I've ever known anybody to live there unless they were a bike messenger. Yeah, like when people work at Nike, they have to go live in Portland for okay. like seven yeah, same months. Kind of thing. Chrissy, don't do the thing where you're like, well, New York is so close. We go every weekend on the train. <laughs> it's like so close. I'm it's, sorry. It's basically like living. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like living in New York. I'm never going to say that. It is very much not like it. That's that's why I'm here because I can't I can't hack it in New York. My dog can't hack it. Chrissy, why did you retire? You're you're <laughs> a lot younger than me, and I feel like you've retired, and I don't know why you checked out so early. I mean, is life that does life suck that bad? No, I just don't like being on Twitter. I mean, that's what I feel like I'm retired from. I retired from LA. <laughs> that, um, no, you left. You left LA. You were you were on the precipice of Hollywood stardom, and you just gave right, it all up. Yeah. And I don't understand. I had some really big offers. <laughs> where I can hack it in LA. I just really got sick of like being inside. Why would you be inside in the most beautiful place in the I world know. with strong Wi-Fi and citrus? citrus? I wasn't hiking enough i wasn't hiking enough i wasn't there were no more parties to go to unless you were going to like so you so you moved to the mountainous ranges of pennsylvania then <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes i didn't move to pa to hike uh, <laughs> and i i'm still struggling with my identity being tied to pennsylvania 
Pennsylvania. That's always been hard for me because I'm from. As you should be. <laughs> yeah, you should be. Yeah, we're here to shame you for it. That's why you, you came on the show. My stomach. I didn't even know where you live, but now that I know you live there, you've given this show purpose, and I really appreciate okay, that. Okay, great. That's perfect. To make you feel bad about your life decisions. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm here for. Well, I mean, Philadelphia is a, I would say, you know, top 25 U.S. city. You know, so it's not, it's not. That's being generous. Okay. There's four better cities in California alone. Okay. You know what I mean? I would even, I would, I would live in Sacramento before Philadelphia. <laughs> no. What have you done in Philly, Chris? What's triggering you? I've been there like twice in my life. I think I went there once to do coke and see, um, what are those DJs I like, Jason? <laughs> you don't really like any DJs. <laughs> No, but they were like very they, soul wax. Uh, soul okay. wax. Okay. Yeah, I went and saw soul wax and Diplo, and that's kind of oh, no. it. And then, I, oh I, no, that's not true. I went and saw Yayo, and I took the took the Acela to see Justin Timberlake. Wow. So you know Philly stuff, right? Yeah, classic culture. You got a cheesesteak. I mean, that's all I needed to do there. There's nothing else to do there. It's like Boston, but without the pretty parts. Like oh, I don't know no. what there is. I there. hate Boston personally, but my we all hate we all hate Boston. <laughs> but it's got can- it's like beautiful. Nobody likes Boston. It's it's, it's a million years we'll old. Be, uh, sure, yeah, we'll be we'll sure. be in Boston uh, October fourth and fifth at the Chuckle Hat. Come on out. A couple <laughs> tickets left for the second show. <laughs> Yeah, we're opening for Andrew Schultz in Philadelphia. I don't remember the venue, Jason, but if you could look that up, let me know. I can't tell if you guys are serious, honestly. I think you're not. We're not. No. No, it's it's plausible. You haven't talked to us in a while that I started an illustrious stand-up career and I had dates in Boston. No, that's no. that's not too outside of the realm of possibilities, right? Oh no. I would I would say it's pretty outside. I I wouldn't want stand-up comedy to happen to you. Do you hate stand-up comedy as much as I do? No, I don't hate stand-up. I just, I've had my fill of it for my lifetime, I think. Uh huh. Uh huh. I've I've had my fill of it too, and I've I I've only watched on TV, so I understand. Wait, you've never seen stand up live? You have. He's actively avoided it. I've honestly three times, maybe. Sure. It's not funny. Like it's just not funny. Yeah, you're stand up avoided. Yeah, I'm stand up. I'm stand up avoided. But what do you guys? But but since you've relocated to the East Coast, but you're an East Coast chick originally, correct? Yes, I'm from New Jersey, Phillipsburg, New Jersey. It's near the Allentown metropolitan area. We know where it is, Chrissy. Um, we know where it is. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I saw I feel like I saw Bane in a basement in Allentown, maybe. But uh, is the oh that makes sense? Crop rock. How has your life changed with this dramatic move, a return to the East Coast? Well, I see my family more. It's pretty boring. I'm I'm sorry. This is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting married, so I think it's a natural uh... conclusion in that way. I know it's not. Congratulations, Chrissy. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to hear that. Congratulations. Thanks. I don't think she's Jewish, Jason. I think she's Italian. I, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm Lutheran. I fucked unfortunately. up. Unfortunately. I wish I were Jewish. Lutheran? I don't even know what Lutheran people do. Can you tell us? Lutheran's some snake char- some snake charmer shit. Go ahead, Chrissy. Lutheran is very laid back and you don't do anything. Like, I was always jealous of all the kids that got to go to CCD, like the Catholic after school program to... But I know I shouldn't have been jealous because they were probably being abused. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't like the abuse part, but it's nice to feel wanted. They had a sense of community. Like when I was in third grade or fourth grade and everyone was like, this happened at CCD. I was like, fuck, I just have to, over the weekend on Sundays, I would have to go sit in a room with my pastor and like four other teenagers. Young people? Sure. We would talk about like 
our interpretations of the Bible, which you can imagine was like not very stimulating intellectually. So I was really like, <laughs> I just wanted to be hanging out with the kids at CCD who seemed like they were kissing. They were definitely kissing and smoking weed. Maybe both. There is no weed, unfortunately. Not not in my town until really? I was like much older. Yeah, I didn't smoke weed until I was like 17. And then I remained pretty like bad with weed until i moved to la and then i sort of learned learned the culture <laughs> culture spelled with a k <laughs> no <laughs> cali yeah, culture exactly. bro cali culture <laughs> we smoke different bitch <laughs> yeah we do we- <laughs> Wiz oh my has god <laughs> the fucking yeah khalifa do you think that's spelled with the c no 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 okay so yeah i remember when i was in high school and and when everyone was kind of hard up for kissing, sure. they would be like, well, I guess we can go to like the Christian, <laughs> like youth pastor, like night, night church on Wednesday and like, you know, maybe touch a titty in a car or something. You're from Orange County, right? Yes. What part specifically? Huntington Beach. I should know, but I forget. Okay. I spent some time in Laguna Niguel with, oh. a, with an ex-boyfriend of mine who was from there. Okay. It did not work out. Did he go to, did he go to USC? <laughs> he transferred back into the UC system, but I met him because he went to Rutgers, which should have been like my first red flag was that someone from the California school system would choose to go to New Jersey's state school right. and pay for it you know <laughs> yeah w- willingly um, but god bless him he's like a doctor now okay so i'm happy for him i'm happy for him <laughs> right right okay yeah laguna niguel it's a nice rich south orange county neighborhood i drove through it uh, just yesterday yeah it was a really weird vibe all suburbs are kind of the same of course like i'm from mm-hmm. no all suburbs are not created equal orange county is different okay expand expand <laughs> brother man <laughs> expand well i just i well expand. no i just think that i think that any 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 beach suburb is a level above a regular suburb yeah, sure. a level above just in general across the board everything better uh not everything better i think you just got to have more paper to uh, to live there totally. you know what i mean sure. like you you could you could live in a suburb of Atlanta and, you know, mm-hmm. for nothing. Whereas a, a suburb of LA, I mean, or, you know, whatever, if we're talking Orange County, you know, we're talking big paper, baby. They got Lambos. And it's stuff a different like misery, I think. Oh. I was very, like, shook by, like, people really cared about appearances and, like, manners more than I was used to. <laughs> so I didn't really, yeah. No elbows on the table in Laguna Niguel. Yeah, there was there was a certain vibe that I was not really fitting into and I didn't understand. I was like, why the fuck doesn't anyone <laughs> like me in this town? I don't think I've been to, am I, have I been to Laguna no, no, Niguel? No. There's, there's no real like cultural destination or reason to go there. I, I, I think the mall, I don't even know if they have a good mall. Oh. I would I would spend some time there just to, you know have relations with people uh, you know in, in and around <laughs> that area uh, we, we, well we in i'm, I'm in uh, i'm in like in la jolla right now chrissy okay a suburb of san diego the orange county of san diego yes and i was driving through south orange county in dana point and there is an exit called camino capistrano and i would drive by and then- oh and my car broke down there yeah, <laughs> oh. I'm banging my cowbell. The Prius okay, so overheats. Yeah, a- no, uh, it was a Volkswagen Jetta. Thank you very much. Oh. And I had shipped it out to California from New Jersey when I first first moved, Ooh. and it promptly broke down. That Jersey Jetta couldn't hack it in the big city, could it? This sounds like a plot from Love. What happened after it broke down? Um, 
I got it to the Camino Capistrano Volkswagen or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And then they fixed it. Oh, so no hottie like stop to help you or anything. No, my boyfriend at the time who hated me <laughs> was, <laughs> was, was regretting every choice he'd ever made that got me there. And so was I. And so it was a very contentious situation. My, my boyfriend tires- who hated me. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think uh, at a lot of different points in relationships, you can look at the person that was with you and while having compassion for them yep. realize that they fucking hated you obviously yeah possibly for good reason and there so. there is a there is a clear difference between resentment and hate with with your life partner and it's a it's a tough Definitely. pill to swallow sometimes yeah he was not my life partner we weren't gonna <laughs> <laughs> we weren't gonna make it okay okay you you couldn't even make it. You couldn't make it out of Orange County. You're definitely not making it to yeah. the altar. Yeah, we broke up in L.A. It was a very uh, we broke up because I wanted to listen to Kanye West, all of the lights. And he was like, "Fuck Kanye," and I was like, "Can you?" Well, to be to be fair, I, I that that's not a bad reason no. to end it. With no, you. no, when, no. When those horns come in, undeniable. <laughs> Rihanna at her peak. I mean. W- Right. Where were you? But were you guys in the car? We were like, in the what car. Were you doing? I was driving. We were coming back from, I don't know if it's still there, but there's this like Irish bar that is in like a, like the Pico Robertson sort of like. Is that where we went? That's where we went to Ryan O'Connell's exactly. birthday, Jason. I forgot oh what God. it's called. Wow. That is a cursed ass place. It's disgusting. It's very cursed. That's where I yeah. met every lesbian TV writer in LA. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, but yeah, well, I was driving past that that twisted, cursed exit, Camino Capistrano, <laughs> on the five freeway, and I was like, "Oh, that was my exit." And then my life partner goes to get some head, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I guess." And well, also to see, I had I had friends there to visit my bros, but also you know, try and get a little bit ahead down in South Orange County. We've all been there. <laughs> I mean, in ways, I traveled to Orange County to get laid. But it was also what do you mean uh, in ways? Um, well, because I had a, a boyfriend at the time who lived there part time. Mm-hmm. He was going to UC Santa Barbara. I basically moved in with his mom for like a month <laughs> while I found my apartment in LA. It was not. It was not a good situation for him. That's a wild setup. Yeah, this sounds terrible. No every I, every decision, every decision you made. Oh, is this a bad is cool. Though. Yeah, I mean, this is all content. You know. This is this is for the for the <laughs> memoir. That's that, yeah, that's yeah, four yeah. chapters right there in the book. That is four oh, chapters. It all, right there. You can find all that content on thoughtcatalog.com, <laughs> and I own none of it, and it's all poorly written. <laughs> I forgot that you worked for that content sweatshop over there. How oh, much did you did make I? total? Oh my god, total? How much did you make total? I think my paychecks were like less than 500 per week. Mm-hmm. Probably I was probably making no. like yes. Oh my god, yes. I'm probably not legally allowed to talk about this. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I don't know what the legal team over there is looking like these days. Jason to 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 give you the background, Thought Catalog is a site that I have many connections to, sure. uh, but it's also it's where it's where I met Ryan O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what do you mean you met him via Thought Catalog? Were you publishing? Uh, no, sweetie. Uh, <laughs> my partner um No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> My my business partner, one of my business partners, uh, like designed and developed that site, okay. so I knew the founder. And then oh, wow. he was like, "You would really, you would really like Ryan. You guys should meet." And then, of course, we were like, "Yeah, I love slow dive and pills." You're yeah, like, "Hey, like, I have another. I have a writer who works for me who's also a drug addict who's gay." <laughs> <laughs> 
union. And Chris said, "Honey, I'm home. Where do I? What is it? It's eight cents a word. Okay, I'm in." <laughs> less, less. I mean, but Chris, you didn't you didn't work there full time. No, I did. I did. Oh, and you did. I think I had. I can't remember if I was still. I think I was still on my parents' health insurance. It was very competitive. I mean, <laughs> people were lining up down the block. Yeah, you must have been clearing upwards of ten thousand dollars a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is. I probably came away with. I mean, at one point, at one point, we went to Coachella. Me and another writer on, like, you know, like we got press passes. Like, <laughs> yeah, like we assigned ourselves. That was terrible. Obviously, we stayed in like a cockroach-infested hotel, and I got my first taste of. Uh, what that would be like for me. <laughs> oh, I didn't know where that was going. I didn't know if it was going to go Molly or you guys had a no, lesbian affair. I didn't know where that was going. We actually were sober the entire time, which is psychotic. Well, you're working. It's not psychotic. You're a professional. Yeah, that's true. You had to interview. Who did you talk to? Did you talk to like the auxiliary percussionist from like my morning jacket? Or, like, <laughs> how far did you? How far did you get? I think I interviewed DJ Alesso. Damn, I, damn. This, is, <laughs> this is broke as hell. This whole story is broke as hell. It was very, obviously the whole thought catalog was held together by glue. You know, like everyone was being paid in gum. Um, <laughs> Alesso, he's a real dud. You can say it, right? Uh, he was like a sweet boy. He was like mm-hmm. a sweet. Don't. Boy. No, that's fuck no, but Alesso. He, would, he knows what he did. <laughs> yeah, fuck Alesso. I was a, I was a complete dud. You know what I mean? I don't have any space to call anyone else i don't think i would you you could be a lot of things chrissy i've never thought you were anywhere near a dud i think you're always a great yeah 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 we've known you for a lot we've known you since your infancy uh as a content look we could have our pick of the litter on this podcast do you think we would (laughs) voluntarily choose you if we thought you were a dud i don't know you guys have a busy schedule busy it's not because we do three podcasts a week (laughs) that is a good point chrissy that That is not why that is not why that is a decent point but no 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 no, we we only pick the creme de la creme or anyone that is on a press tour and uh, we find sure. interesting. So yeah. I don't know if you have anything coming out that you want to plug, but just let us know. Keep it to the no, end. No, and please don't, please don't go to thoughtcatalog.com. <laughs> but I mean that just that concept of just like absolutely unhinged writing and it being right. up and and like was there even an editor? Did no, you self publish had... it? You would self publish. Yes. You would like log in and push the yes. button. So my whole experience, like going into, I was like, I basically looked at Ryan O'Connell's journey and I was like, oh, that's going to happen to me. But I did not have, uh, let's say Ryan O'Connell's perspective or let's mm-hmm. call it talent <laughs> like <laughs> at the time. And so at the time I was very much writing just like everything that had ever happened to me under like a clickbait title. Do you think it made you better though? Just the f- speed of it all and like getting no. used to it? No, <laughs> totally not. Totally. Okay. Not. Well, you know, I was, I was trying to look for the silver lining, you know, cause, cause I do love free snacks. It made Ryan O'Connell better. Yeah. It helped him. But for me, I, my takeaway there was like, having an editor sucks. Like, why would I want an editor? (laughs) Like, I've got this. I can just vomit things out for the whole internet to see. Yeah, at the time it was. I'm already a perfect writer, an editor can only fuck things up. Mm -hmm. I thought that I would get an editor like when I was making the big bucks. (laughs) Like, that was where my head was at at the time, was like, that'll come later. Like, there's no reason for me to worry about that now. 
So it was a bad introduction. Did you then at least learn how to like sensationalize like menial things that happened to you in your life and mm-hmm. to create stories around? Totally. Okay, that's I think that's like a decent skill to have. Sure. That's a decent skill. That's all we do. That's what we do on this podcast. That's what every I mean, that's like what content Do you do you is have now. an example it, of of stretching the truth into into content like Anything that I said. Anything that I said. <laughs> every single thing. <laughs> If you were to look at that content now, which I can't bear to do, but like specifically, I remember we would watch the like meter of it was called Chartbeat, and you would watch like Char- Chartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> Explain to Jason. So Jason, Chartbeat is basically like what a con. I mean, it, it shows the pay like how, whose stories are doing the best, which is right. completely unhealthy to look at. But at, at somewhere I thought, Kyle, they probably had it on a plasma, mm-hmm. you know, for everybody mm-hmm. to look at in the office. Look, I've seen rom coms, guys. I know about this stuff. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to mansplain chart beat to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't. It's not his first rodeo with content. Give me a little, give me a little but... credit, Chris. I got more bylines than black. Don't worry. Oh, no. I wish that were true <laughs> because I'm uh, much, much like our guest, Chrissy. There's some stuff maybe I would rather not have out there. Please go back to 2015. I mean, at least you didn't write about T-shirts 50, 50 weeks in a row. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it, 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 it could Where? be. <laughs> Where were you writing about t-shirts? I mean, I loved it, but like Garage Magazine, I wrote about a a t-shirt of the week. I had a t-shirt every week. I think that sounds kind of nice. I smell Peabody. Yeah. It was fun, but it's insane to think about that. that, I I just don't know if stuff like this would happen now in the same way like what what you were doing. I just don't know if it would happen now. In Biden's America, probably not. Yeah. I think now that's just served by like TikTok, right? And like Instagram and like people who like... I hate to utter the name because I don't want to like invoke the the wrath or the audience, but like Caroline Calloway is very much like this podcast is over. <laughs> One way that my life could have gone if I really continued down a path of like my it's Damn, so entertaining, you... you know. What did you? Oh. Who's your Natalie then? Because that's all I care about now. If, oh, if I you, don't have you... that in my life. There are plenty of people who didn't want to be friends with me anymore because I was a shitty person. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't. <laughs> There's like a list, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't just have so anyone surprised. that sold when, the story when, to the cut. Well, look, five thousand dollars is a lot of money to some people. You know what I mean? Definitely. What for is sure. what? What is the what? What is the when you say shitty person? I just never got mm-hmm. that impression of you. So I'd love for you to tell me okay. what exactly that means for you. Yeah. Yeah. When were you such a little scoundrel? I don't know that shitty person is like maybe that's dramatic, but I was like tweeting about everything that ever happened to me. I was like trying to go to like every single party, like the opening of every envelope. (laughs) I was just being like in LA and younger. Sure. But I, I think that my priorities, I had no priorities and I just thought that eventually like it would happen for you. I'll just keep going to parties until somebody discovers me. Right. Exactly. And instead, like I, I did some coke. I had some fun, and <laughs> like I lived to tell the tale. Chrissy, I hate to I hate to burst your bubble here, but you know we, we're in the same boat. You know, it's it's right, just right. I think that the but I think that that's also just like young people behavior, and sadly, I don't think it happens anymore. You know, I think that it's it's become. I, I think that that age now is either hyper career focused mm-hmm. or lame. Well, that's what I wish I I was different in is that I was kind of hyper career focused, but I I couldn't decouple career from like making friends or like because everyone I knew was doing the same thing of like trying to write online or like be you know famous for for whatever they were doing so to me it was all like kind of in the same bucket but now yeah I mean I do worry for younger people that like they're not because I wish that I was 
I actually sort of wish that I was messier because I was messy, but I was trying to organize it into like a clickbait article. You know what I mean? Or like a content piece for advice. (laughs) If you're truly messy, if you're truly messy, it does not make it into content. Yeah. You should be able to be messy and not documenting it or like tweeting through it. Like everything that I was ever going through, I was like, it's probably good to to make some posts about this. I wish I was just worse, but offline. <laughs> like a like a natural orange wine, <laughs> you wanted the messiness to be organic, <laughs> unprocessed, sure. unfiltered. Exactly. Sure. Otherwise, it's not the same. It. I get that. Well, I mean, you could have... This is in hindsight. At, at the time, you know, hindsight being 2020, I, I was only a call away. I could have taught you how to DJ if you wanted, you know... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good Just like Zach actually, Efron. All right. All classic right. missed opportunity. Classic <laughs> missed opportunity. Yeah, I think I you mean, did everything right, Chrissy. I disagree with your your take on your own life. I think you did every I think you did everything right. I just I wish it was messier, honestly. Like mm-hmm. I really do when I look back. I don't think it's like, oh, I've made every single poor choice, but Did you ever get a DUI? No. You're like, I did a lot of coke, but never <laughs> up my asshole. Like, I wish I would have done it. Done. Yeah. Yeah. I wore bras too much. No, I wore no bras. That was one thing I was, I still, I'm still working on finding, finding the right bra for social situations. Well, have you checked out this brand cup? Uh, it's called cup. Oh. Use, use code. How long gone 20 cup at on checkout. Instagram is, has a dope social media presence. You got to check them yeah, out. I don't know if you've heard of, you know, parade, uh, use code. How long gone 20 at checkout. Uh, is that how it's pronounced? Bro- I, I've always read it. I've never yeah. read it. Okay. Oh, yeah, they, they parade. Ju- <laughs> <laughs> they just released some great bralettes that I would recommend for the summer. So just Chris, check those what is out. a bralette? I've heard that word before. I know what a bra is. I know what a let is, but. You've- You've removed a bra letter too in your day. <laughs> I want Chris now. to say it. I want Chris to say it. I'm not honestly. I'm not actually sure, but I believe it's just a less structured material, and it's triangle shaped. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I would agree. A bralette, I think, is is specifically there's no underwire. It's yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. You're you're basically at it. You're giving a little support to your boobs but mostly you're putting a barrier between the nipple and the shirt got it got it which i personally you know i we all freed the nipple and it's done the project is over (laughs) (laughs) and and i'm enjoying its benefits because i you know i have nothing to risk ever thanks to the wife congratulator tank top we're all we're all enjoying those (laughs) spoils of that Wife, congratulate her. The equal rights tank top. <laughs> I, I stopped saying wife beater upwards of three weeks ago, Chris. Get with the program. I thought, oh, wow. I'm sorry. I thought we were still rebranding. I didn't know there had, we had landed on a rebrand. Chris, do the work. Yeah, do the work. Wife, congratulate her is, is pretty sick. <laughs> Let me get a three pack of wife, congratulators, please, and an extra small. It really rolls the off the tongue. I think, I think we'll go for the wife. No, appreciator wife appreciator is quarter. what most people say, but I wanted to. I always have to be different and put my little twist on it. You know that. Sure. I was just going to say, I feel like maybe it's this isn't fun for the listeners. <laughs> oh, no, that's where you're this wrong. This podcast sweetie. in general? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a fan. Oh, this has nothing This this has nothing to do with us on only you? Is that what you're saying? I mean, that's always how I feel. Got it. Got it. We have upwards of 50 listeners per episode. So. Great. So in your head, you're thinking something is wrong and it's because of me. 
Yeah, at all times. Got definitely. It. Okay. Which I know it which is both self-conscious and also narcissistic. They're definitely like two sides of the same coin. Oh, I've shit. I've been in therapy for a long You've time. Been, I was gonna say, Christy, I feel like you I feel like you left LA, maybe you got a haircut, you know what I mean? Drove across the country, definitely. F- found yourself, and you're just you you scrub up nice is what it feels like to me. I, I guess I am exfoliating. <laughs> I'm moisturizing. I mean mental I meant mentally, it was more of a metaphor skincare <laughs> metaphor. I'm sure you've had a lot of facial breakthroughs as well Chrissy but we were talking more about the mental you dig yeah mentally there's definitely a lot of work in progress happening for sure but I have gotten some priorities the journey is never done you know that for sure yeah what are you guys doing these days (laughs) you guys in therapy what's going on (laughs) of course it's called how long gone you can get it wherever podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts I have therapy it's called kush That Cali Kush. Yeah, I have a by myself meeting with my Cali Kush, and then everything just kind of sorts itself out. I come up with a couple good ideas for TV shows, and then I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, Jason's therapy is sending a, the group chat a TV show idea that he he wrote down his notes app that it doesn't need to see the light of day. I think that's beautiful. That sounds very healthy to me. Thanks, Chrissy. What prompted is Philadelphia for your husband to be, or was it like I just love? fourth tier east coast cities <laughs> um we were we had traveled a bit in the pandemic i'll say it tulum you weren't yeah did you go to saloon to dance <laughs> <laughs> no um we were going back to you know we made the occasional trips back to like new york and new jersey to see like friends and family and mm-hmm. when we were out in la i wasn't doing shit and i was kind of like why am i here anymore like i really love la as a place a lot of things about it but why be here when i could be in philadelphia pennsylvania <laughs> right. exactly. why, mm-hmm. why deprive myself of the cheesesteaks and the wawas and <laughs> they got that liberty bell there that's pretty sick sure yeah there's the do you liberty skate because there's some pretty famous skate spots there i don't skate <laughs> i i've never been able to to really wrap my, my head around it honestly <laughs> I hung out with skaters all the time in high school, and I think that sort of traumatized me. All my first boyfriends were skaters. Were you saying that you were a ramp tramp at a young age? Definitely. A skate slut is what we called them. Wow, that's too far. I would never say something like that. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. Jason, make sure it's very clear who said that. Yeah, yeah. No wonder you built such a big following on Mattress in the Kitchen Twitter. Yeah. yeah exactly. Chrissy Chrissy, have you ever have you ever worn a shoestring as a belt, be honest? No, but I have given hand jobs to those guys. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the truth. That's where I was getting, but I didn't want to ask directly. So thank you for that. You can be direct here. It's this is a safe space, truly. Yeah, Chris, she's a she's a Philly chick. They 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 do things a little differently. <laughs> they're more of a straight shooter. Right. Oh, is that I didn't I wasn't exactly sure how Philly chicks behaved, but Well, Chris, I would say that you have some perhaps Philly style tattoos. (laughs) I'm not trying to call you out. But a lot a lot of guys around these parts have have arms that are are looking first of like all, Chris first of all, their their arms are are much smaller in diameter and also less tan. I would like Chrissy, to say, Chrissy, wherever you're going, keep going. More of this, please. <laughs> it sounds like you're around some hotties, and I don't I don't want to alarm your boyfriend, but it sounds like you're hanging out in the wrong parts of town. <laughs> well, Chris, maybe maybe sure. her life partner is also tatted up. Is your life partner yatted up? I'm ass- I'm assuming not. He has no tattoos now. That's hot. Luck of the draw. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, Chrissy, the style of tattoo that I've leaned into is called a traditional style. So you could okay. find it not not only in Philadelphia, but in many <laughs> other fourth tier cities on the East Coast. So it's Chris not. Chris is just, what you call a traditionalist. Yeah. When did you start <laughs> leaning in to the to the aesthetic that you've arrived at? Um, eighteen years old, probably. Okay. If not before, I mean, I couldn't get a tattoo until I was eighteen because I'm obviously a rule follower. You've probably gone over this on the pod, but what was your first tat? Uh, it's unlovable across my heart and cursive. It's a Smith song. Wait, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Very, very melodramatic. Are you though? I'm. I'm not. It's just like you're so not melodramatic now as an adult. But obviously, everyone like there were so many bad tattoos I wanted as a teenager, and my dad luckily was like, "I'll kick you out." I got them, and my parents still get upset when I get them. So it's, <laughs> it's you know, I mean, upset, upset, maybe the wrong word. They're just like, "Oh, is is that new?" And I'm like, right. "Yeah, mom, I'm I'm 38 years old. It doesn't this doesn't have matter." Have you ever anymore. thought about covering Unlovable, or do you believe in just like <laughs> have you ever covered a tattoo? No, I'm not Pete Davidson who announced today he's getting all of his tattoo he's getting all of his tattoos removed by the time he's 30. <laughs> he really? has the Hillary Clinton. On like, mm-hmm. he, have you seen that? His Hillary yeah. Clinton tattoo? I would oh, never man. get a tattoo. I just don't care enough. Like, that's the thing that people don't realize. I think when you get to a certain amount of tattoos, it's just like, I don't think about this at all. Right. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't really think about it. I, I don't get new ones that often, but it's like. Chris doesn't even notice his art. No, I don't even notice my art unless right, somebody says, your hey, obviously. hey, bro, nice ink, which I still hear, which is crazy. <laughs> Do you get women like touching your tattoos often? Is that like a good? Hell no. Well, I think that like that was always a move of mine when I was like trying to flirt with someone with tattoos <laughs> that backfired was I was like, oh, my God, I love this. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that does not work. That is that is offensive. Um, I know. And... I know. I've learned. I mean, you can you can touch the tats as long as you ask for consent, but otherwise it's kind of fun up for you to do something like that sure yeah christy if you asked us if you asked to touch the tats i will have to have there's a consent form i keep on my phone okay you good. can just kind of sign quickly justin bieber put me onto it um so if you just, <laughs> you just use that that'd be that'd be cool no but i think tattoo but it's it's just i've told this story before on the podcast but in atlanta in the you know late 90s early 2000s if you took public transportation i had multiple friends that were heavily tattooed get get like recruited to be in in a white power organization oh no that's how crazy tattoos used to be like it would it would like signal that you were like truly part of like an underworld whereas (laughs) now it just means you have the tiktok app on your phone it's crazy (laughs) i'm at a i'm at a hotel like a nice hotel in la jolla california right now and at the pool i would say 50 percent of the people at the pool moms dads kids whatever have like many tattoos yeah wow like like three different moms with their babies their babies are tatted up (laughs) are like sleeved up the babies are not tatted up the mommies are sleeved up (laughs) it's crazy yeah you never see a tattooed baby if you do call 911 the shift in culture uh, i mean i just also tattoo culture is terrible like i hate everything about it but it's i'm i am part of it i guess by default you ever watch ink master (laughs) (laughs) he's into he's into piercing culture but he's checked out a couple ink master episodes (laughs) where you can live moss i got yatted up by an ink master judge who got canceled (gasps) i think (laughs) wow did you get you probably got the touch i remember him so i was a big Mm -hmm. ink master head for a week (laughs) Back in, I don't know, that's, that's pretty crazy to say out loud. What a week it was. Yeah, were you on meth what a week or it ketamine? Was. <laughs> no, I just didn't really have a job. I was like always freelancing, you know, but I was like deep in credit card debt and just fucking <laughs> around. And so some friends of mine, I think it was like they had off work, they had real jobs, and they were like, 
Kyle, let's ironically watch this. And I was like, this is fucking great. Great TV. They call the people who they tattoo human canvases. <laughs> like you don't really get <laughs> that level of dehumanizing in reality TV, I think has become more common. Mm-hmm. But at the time... I hadn't seen that anywhere besides Real That's Housewives in terms of just like complete. Well, this guy, yeah. when I when I got it was I was I was doing this GQ story where I learned to ride a Harley. So I was at the Harley anniversary in in um in Wisconsin, and I, so part of the deal was I got yatted up by this guy. The Harley University? No, the Harley like the like the campus basically. Like, like okay, the, you know, and and this <laughs> not guy, the this university, idiot, the campus. <laughs> But his whole, uh, yeah, come on, act like you've been to a corporation you were cool. before. Uh, yeah, you guys, I, I know they call it the campus at Urban Outfitters, so don't act like you don't know. <laughs> Got it. Sure. Uh, and he heard of it, but he is he was he had his. I didn't know this, but he's like famously divorced from Kat Von D. So he was like. Mm. Just going in about Kat Von D to me. I met this guy five minutes before, just telling me about, oh, oh she's no. so much coke, bro. It's so fun. It, it was the whole thing was crazy. Yeah, that's a divorce that I would want. Probably one of them wrote like a memoir about it. I, I don't think I'm going to pick that up, but I would definitely read it. I would read an excerpt. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about, about Kat Von D, but she is releasing music. So if you just want to check that out on Spotify, uh, no. yeah, be my wow. guest. I've used her eyeliner. How was it? Um, I'm not really good at doing like a cat eye. So it was fine. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. I, you guys don't know how tough a cat eye is, depending on your eyelid shape. Jason's dated a few rockabilly chicks in his time. He probably <laughs> no. <did. laughs> I have not. <laughs> I mean, like my eyes are very like hooded and overlappy and gross, and I think <laughs> it's probably easier to do a cat eye on like a beautiful smooth eyelid. Not, I'm not trying to fetishize here. I'm just saying. Don't, like, don't worry. Jason fetishized enough for both of us. Don't, don't <laughs> worry about so it. So you're saying that eye makeup look better on good eye than bad eye? Is that what we're saying? Um, you just have to, as a woman, mm-hmm. if you're being femme and <laughs> performing gender, you have to find oh, I your I feel like I'm on Red shape. Scare right now. Yeah, we're not on Red Scare. You got the wrong podcast. Okay. I mean, you guys can hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you have to figure out your eyelid shape. So you guys just wouldn't, you wouldn't know about all the different ones. If I send you a really unflattering up close photo of my face, could you maybe critique my eye shape? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do some phrenology if you guys want to get into it. I would like that. Jason's got a nice set of peepers on him. So it'd be Mm -hmm. good to, it'd be nice to see those. Jason, I have a very specific question for you and this might Mm. not be fun for the listeners, but yes, it is. Uh So, so my boyfriend is tall, mm-hmm. not tall, drag, but he's, he's not you tall, <laughs> not going to six, four. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, he's he, Chris size. Interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so regular Chris, tall. be quiet. Tall people talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm did sorry. all, did everyone out there hear that Chris is six foot? Just, I'm <laughs> sorry. That was my bad. No, it's important. It's relevant. I'm, I'm nearly five eleven. I'm, I can be five eleven in shoes, but I slouch a lot. But so he, <laughs> he likes to cook. And the countertops are already high, but I see him like fucking slouching. He's got the nice large, uh, like, what is it? Cutting board. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm not in the kitchen. So I, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you make your work surfaces high enough so that you're not like crazy? Slouching? Great question. Okay. So, Great so you said he already has kind of high countertops. We have like kind of we have higher than average countertops, and then he has the John. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this. Like a butcher, boo, the John. A bo- yes, a booze. Yes, the booze. The booze. I'm gonna butcher this. 
Oh, that's good stuff. No wonder you're a writer. That's good. Okay, so he has a so he has like a like a I'm six eating. inch wedge booze on top of an already kind of right. tall countertop. Yeah, and he's still like he's still leaning down. Right. With okay. His head, and I'm like, you need. To I got stand I got some tips. He's like, no, I got it's some weird. tips. I got some tips. Okay. Well, first of all, are the countertops call tall because they're custom and he's rich, or is it just luck of the draw? No. Okay. No, this is like in the draw. We're right. That was a quick no. Okay. Thank you. So, <laughs> what I'm going to say is I learned this one being a tall EDM artist is you have to go mm-hmm. imagine that you're riding a horse <laughs> and do a wide leg stance to lower your overall height to keep your uh, your core engaged and it. your back straight. <laughs> I've seen him do yeah. that. So he has to he go. Stands. You have to go wide. You have to go. I mean, it's either that or he you're literally like squatting. But then the problem is you have to scoot away because your knees are going to hit the cabinet. So you got to get stanced up, right? Wide and proud. You don't build any. You're not putting things on top of other things. I just thought you might have some sort of ingenious like device. I will sometimes like pile up a bunch of cookbooks to make like a standing desk right. type of scenario. But for for a cutting board. I don't know if it's going to be super solid is the problem. I don't know how right. voracious of a chopper uh, your life partner is, but I don't trust. Is he sick in the kitchen? I don't trust a bunch of Roman books as my. What would you say? Is he sick in the kitchen? I think he's good. I don't want to say like I think he's sick in the kitchen, but I have I have a pretty low bar for mm-hmm. for food compared to you two. <laughs> no, no. My bar is very low. My bar is His, very low. Chris has a high bar for water, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. My bar is so low, I try not to eat, actually. So it's it's pretty low. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that's where he's at mentally. And Light health. disordered eating. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> no, it's not disordered. It's called it's called understanding what a goal is and going it's ac- for it. It's actually, <laughs> but he, he, as soon as he learns that it's a goal that will never be reached, then he will have achieved true culinary nirvana. Right. What's the goal right now? Like, what's the goal right now, fitness-wise? I don't even know. I'll tell you what his goal is. He doesn't want a six-pack, eight, or he wants to make a 16-pack, and then a nice cum gutter going (laughs) on, body body fat percentage single digit is probably what he's looking after. Brad Pitt in Fight Club. You're going Yeah, always. Well, unfortunately, that will never... Unfortunately, I've I've come to terms with the fact that genetics are involved, and and Gary and Linda, as as great as they are, did not bless Chris, 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 we're not talking about your hair. We're talking about the body. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Once again, though, unfortunately, Jason genetics plays into my entire being. And um, much like much like you having a low IQ, but a a nice height um, and great. You have great ears on you, but we all lose. something. We've all been dealt the rough hand of being a tall, straight white man. And it's been a tough going. Yeah. But the journey continues. (laughs) (laughs) We suffer together. But Chris, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. 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 And two out of the three of us have a nice full head of hair too, Chrissy. True. I've always I've always admired your luxurious locks. Yeah, yeah, you do have some thick locks. Thank you. It, they're hard to manage. I recently got like a specific I get like special curly haircuts <laughs> and I got one and then it wasn't she didn't take enough off. Like my hair is like a topiary. It needs to be like debulked like it's too much it needs to be pruned i'm familiar with the art of bonsai go hard enough right exactly so she didn't go hard enough and then i had to go back and be like can you please cut my hair more because i i should have been more dramatic and then she cut it way more and now it's it's in an in-between phase i know this is fascinating for everyone well i mean (laughs) luckily everyone in philly just wears some beanie or something like that so you're all good yeah i can get away with it here 
Yeah, how bad is the how bad are the looks in Philadelphia? It's pretty rough, right? I've never exactly had what someone would call styles. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't really I'm not very hard on people with their <laughs> with their fashions. Mm-hmm. Less of a judging eye. But it's but it's a lot of like People look very normal or very indie. People don't look very chic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't know. There's yeah, sh- chic is not a big there. Philly word. Sorry, it's a lot of tattoos. Don't come for yeah, me. Yeah, it's a lot of tattoos. It's a lot of uh, like people who are in bands. Mm-hmm. The neighborhood that we live in, though, is very like everyone's 30. Everyone has a dog. Everyone might have kids. And then people who have been here forever and did not gentrify the neighborhood and then they obviously like their style is completely different because they've lived in Philly forever and it's a completely different culture. So it's like Ugh. very divisive in that way, but everybody kind of gets along more like the, do you have a dog, Chrissy? Be honest. I do. I do. Oh God. We got okay. her before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a pandemic dog. Well, Chris, Chris is a big fan of puppers and puppos. So if you could tell him all about <laughs> your four legged. No, I, I would, I would, I would literally rather get hit by a truck than, uh, <laughs> but I do. I Actually, do need to- Bryn, friend of the pod painted, painted my dog. The only reason I like animals is so Bryn can make money. I guess that I changed my yeah. stance. She's a good business going with the dog painting. I I know it's it's yeah. It's, check it's it out, Bryn cash. Trill. All of our listeners know and love Bryn a lot, but Bryn paints. Yeah, go check out Bryn paints. If you have a small animal, she will paint a wonderful bespoke image of that dog and send it to you for the right price. For the right <laughs> price, of course. Use the promo code TJ at checkout for twenty percent off. <laughs> you losers! I'm playing four D chess with you losers. I had her paint me. Okay, so I don't need a picture. I, I, she painted me and I gave it to my parents. That's so much cooler than a dog. You gave a painting of yourself to your parents. Because they wanted wow. a picture of me. I, they wanted a picture of me. And I said, you know what? Let me do you one better. She's like, wow, I've never painted a dog with so many tattoos. <laughs> How many sittings did you do before uh-huh. she got it right? <laughs> much like the royalty of yesteryear, I was unfortunately sitting for hours and hours at the um right. at my at my New York residence um while mm-hmm. she, you know, in the parlor. While she in the drawing room, <laughs> in the light drawing room, in. <laughs> light was obviously spilling in. Uh, but what kind of what do you consider a dog walk to be exercise? No, but I don't exercise. Like I really, that's something that I need to be a lot better about, and I'm trying to learn how to lift weights. But it's so like, what the fuck do you I'm do such all day? A fucking bitch about it. <laughs> what the? Fu- <laughs> <laughs> I walk a lot. I work. I yeah. What do you do for a living now that we haven't even covered this? copywriting and strategy <laughs> damn welcome to the club losers yeah like it's not glamorous this is not a, this is not a philadelphia-based position though no no i've been working with my friend um michelle matar it's not exactly an agency but it's like builds brands um mm-hmm, and it's called mm-hmm. practice and i mostly work for her now and then i had a bunch of other clients in the past like two years it's you know, it's a revolving door. So which which um, DTC sexual wellness brands have you worked for? <laughs> um, I used to work at Ritual, which is a vitamin company. There was no... I don't think I ever did... Ritual's big, though, isn't it? I wrote once a review of Foria, like the weed lube, when it was just coconut oil, but I drank it. And that was for, like, a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, way... That was... I saw Kesha at Overpass. It was a very... Don't read that. Um, <laughs> different time. I, I've tangled with that lube before. I had somebody tell me recently... A friend of mine, this guy Paul, who is an investor in that that weed brand Stevie. Okay. 
<laughs> he told me he told me that he thinks we're he thinks talking that, investors no 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 he just told me that he thinks all lube is going to have cbd in it like that's going to be like the net mm-hmm. like a big boom because it's just like why not, why not? Why i guess not? is is, is, sure. is what well well chris saying. because some people are sober and that that cbd lube is a gateway to to, oh, no. to slam in that h <laughs> once again mm-hmm. can you can you imagine right. your your i mean I'm more susceptible to taking like cat Vicodin than I am to to that. So. Have you taken cat Vicodin? Every Fourth of July, <laughs> no, my no. little puppers get a little hit, and Daddy gets one too. <laughs> yeah, one for one Chris's for doggos. Yeah, Chris. I mean, he's been up doing coke all day. How else is he going to come down? Exactly. No, it's exactly. a known. It's a, it's a story I heard some comedian tell that he relapsed on on dog. Like, wow, Biden. you heard it's it the same shit from a comedian. You will the not, show not you stop talking that. about this was, <laughs> this was absolutely on a on a podcast when I used to su- subject myself to podcasts that weren't my own. Um, now right. I've got my listening down to very. Yeah, if you're few, a stand-up comedian, you're two. like, I'm about to relapse on Doggy Vicodin. This I, I got 15 minutes out of this. It's worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. I can do that. I'll do that on Conan. Right. I'll be on SNL by I fall. think he was famous. Right. I think it was somebody relatively famous, too, so it was even cooler. It was Mark Maron. Talking about John John Mulaney? No, Mulaney's a coke guy. I oh, know. Oh, I feel bad for him. I don't. Uh, Jason, how did... <laughs> how did how did Mulaney look when you saw him at uh, Equinox? Rough? Rough. Equinox. He had a uh, sober sober dad or sober guy puff going on mm-hmm. you know you put on that 15 once you stop doing cocaine and wearing suits was he wearing was he he seems like the kind of guy who'd wear pants to like jog <laughs> no 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 he he had shorts on but the That's the cool. shoe i think it was like an off colored saucony maybe like an orange shoe mm-hmm. not unlike a tj max find and then the the most troubling look Part of his look was was the very short kind of ankle sock where it's not a no-show sock. Mm. You know, it's like one and a half inches of sock. Yeah. Nobody wants... I wear bad socks. Is that right? I've, I've been trying to change. <laughs> How hard is it? Because I used to wear like... I used to wear like fun socks. Like I would wear like... Okay. I don't know. Those are whatever, bad socks. Whatever don't socks understand. I was getting for free from whoever. Okay. So a fun and, sock is like a funky, scrunchy color that you wear with your Birkenstocks to, yeah. to signal that you're a twisted chick? Right. I mean, you knew me really mostly in my Birkenstock phase where I was wearing... Not Birken... I would wear Birkenstocks and then I would wear the Fenty Pumas, like the furry ones. Oh, let's go. And that's all... Oh. Those were the only shoes I had. Like it was very, it was a very dark, <laughs> dark, Damn, dark time. So, like, well, so what happens when you got to go to a wedding or jury duty? Exactly. Well, my friend Phil, like he, I think this was in like 2015 or something. He took me, he needed a date for the Game of Thrones premiere. Oh, and okay. there was no date that was like going to be like a classy person on his arm. So he was like, okay, you'll do. You know. <laughs> and then I was like, do I can I wear sneakers? And he was like, Chrissy, if you come here in that fucking nightgown and sneakers shit, <laughs> lives, like, I'm going to be humiliated. Like you need to, I'll fucking, I'll give you money. Like go somewhere, get something. So I got like these like clunky black heels, if you could call them that at Topshop. So this is, so you got pretty womaned basically. I definitely was, was looking like a whore. Okay, okay. <laughs> I still managed. <laughs> okay. I still managed to bring my own unique energy <laughs> to the look. But um, yeah, that's like a distinct memory of mine is like 
there were times when I would have to go to something mm -hmm. nice and I would be like, oh, fuck, I only have, I did have dirty vans usually. Sure, sure. But they weren't, or like a dirty white sneaker. Mm -hmm. Lil B style. Right. Right. Well, hopefully now, hopefully now, since you're on the East Coast, <laughs> you did get those Manolos you'd been dreaming of. <laughs> yeah, it's not really. I'm not doing full sex in the city yet. Um, I'm obviously an Amtrak away, so it's going to take some time. To <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's really close. It's just a quick train ride. Yeah, it's away. a quick yeah, it's, train ride. It's basically like New York. I mean, I pretty much I I live in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I but you know what, Manhattan it. doesn't have fucking genos and pats okay mm -hmm. so suck my dick new york yeah there's no liberty bell You're, i mean it's a great point honestly it's it's maybe philadelphia <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm gonna get a new complete i'm gonna get on the plane i'm going straight to love park and it's gonna be over <laughs> for you guys <laughs> damn not love park no. jason jason knows jason knows what he's about to see me do mm -hmm. you could get a love park tattoo no, no, no. Now you're going too far, okay? When you have the Wawa logo tattoo in your lower back, you're not really one to talk. Eagles jersey stays on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I have the Philly fanatic right right above my, you know. <laughs> I, I feel like I can't say pussy on the <laughs> I, I got a tattoo of the Philly fanatic above my down there spot. <laughs> above my uh-oh zone. I don't hesitated on pussy it just felt i felt like i couldn't do we it. don't say we don't talk like that on this, this show is pretty yeah we have a lot of corporate sponsorships on spotify so if you could leave right. that gutter fucking speak at the door please yeah anchor anchor might have you deplatformed <laughs> no, no, no no for talking about a tattoo of the philly fanatic above anchor sports. supports us and we support uh female creators so it's kind of a win-win yeah this is all symbiotic where do we go from there? As well, as we're closing up, I wanted to talk about your <laughs> your exit from social media and what you have learned from that. What you know, how it's affected your life, your your mind, your body, your spirit, etc. I should have opened with that. Really, <laughs> we should have gotten to it up top. Um, well, I deleted Instagram like a while ago. I'm just very addict, like when it comes to social media, you know. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I have it, I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it to hurt myself, typically in some way. Mm -hmm. And so, with Instagram, it was just like the life jealousy or like body dysmorphia capital for me. <laughs> and then Damn. anything that I would post didn't never felt like I never really felt like I should be posting it, like. I would think, oh, this is kind of funny or whatever. And then I would post it. And then hours later, I might spiral thinking like, why did I think that was funny? That's crazy. That's so crazy. Like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? So remove that. Mm -hmm. Twitter this year just got real dark. <laughs> like, Twitter was really like, I don't know. You guys both have, you curate your social media presences well. So I, I imagine you curate your feeds well mm. in terms of mm. like. Thank you. No, I like to torture myself, but yeah, from. I wasn't fishing, but I like what I caught. <laughs> I always go in to. I would always go into Twitter being like, "I'm just going to share this one thought that I had or joke that I had like recently," and then it would end in me like spending hours looking at someone's Twitter who like I think needs help or <laughs> some some drama between people who I've never met. Especially with the pandemic, I could not find a way to like use it in a way that made me happy or brought me any sort of like joy or like mm -hmm. anything. And I would feel very self-conscious about like everything that I was sharing. So I deactivated it in an attempt 
to re-examine my relationship to Twitter. And then I got really busy and I had a lot of work stuff going on and then I forgot and now it's fully gone. I can't get it back. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's, I didn't exactly consciously say. So I'm you desperately are trying to locate your Twitter password. You did not, this is not a digital <laughs> yeah, this detox. Is, this, yeah, this took a turn. This took <laughs> a turn. Yeah, no, you I, fucked up. If anybody at Twitter you is listening, up. okay. You can only deactivate for 30 days. I'm not locked out. It just, it didn't exist anymore. The account was gone. Got it. And got then it. I, so that no one would like no spam bot or anything like that would like take my handle. I made a new account that I just won't ever use. Mm-hmm. That just like is a I only follow Rihanna and I'll never log in again. <laughs> Maybe. I like that. But I don't want to like build a fucking audience again. Like I don't even that was, you know, embarrassing in the first place. So <laughs> Yeah, but isn't it wouldn't it, isn't it kind of exciting or at least motivating to sure. take everything that you've learned, the mistakes you've made and start a new a, a clean slate? Yeah, I just don't know that I'm ever going to have fun with Twitter again. Like mm-hmm. I I feel very I mean I'm I'm 30, so it's like also my brain is fully developed and is only going to decay from here. Sorry. <laughs> You're and telling us. Like, <laughs> so I'm definitely, I'm going to try to be a body fascist like Chris <laughs> and <laughs> turn to fitness. But I've realized Come a lot through. of things about, I, I used to think, oh, I just have like depression and I'm just unmotivated and all my choices are bad and whatever. And now I kind of, I see that I'm very, I have a tendency to be very self-conscious I'm extremely anxious mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. They social media was fun when I was younger and now it seems like I wasn't having any fun anymore. And so now it's gone and it's like, that's a good thing. Yeah. But when it comes to me having to like, if I one day want to sell my novel or like whatever, get jobs, it sucks because even in like branding, people were like, Oh, you have X amount of Twitter followers. Do you want to write? taglines for converse <laughs> and that's like yeah. oh that's literally how i started copywriting so it's like that wasn't an intentional career mm-hmm. but it's the one that i have and one that works for me now and so it's like i wonder what doors have been closed to me but i'm i'm glad that for me personally i was not having fun i mean that's good enough reason i mean that's good enough reason a lot of people in like the media space are miserable and don't want to like mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of people on twitter who don't want to admit that they're miserable and like change i got a, i got a word for those people chrissy it's a word you used earlier mm-hmm. pussies <laughs> oh i thought i thought chris was gonna say i got a word for those kind of people me uh, no <laughs> Well, Chris, Chris, you could be taken to be like miserable online, but if you've uh-huh. knowing you in person and then listening to your podcast, obviously, like you're not mad. You're just judgmental. There's a difference. Do you guys get mad online ever? Or have you ever shared too much? What do you regret? Uh, no, I don't care. I don't care at all. Just the racist stuff. But I, <laughs> I scrubbed that a while ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't care. I don't I don't really care. I mean, I just think it's like it like doesn't matter kind of, but then it's also deeply necessary. So it's a very it's a confusing it's a confusing conundrum. I realized that when I was younger I was trying to curate my personality yeah. in order to appear interesting, hireable, you know, whatever online. Totally. And that definitely like in hindsight I'm like, wow, I wish I would have just been myself fucking mess without 
Yeah, without trying to like myself, whatever that would be. That's a great lesson to learn. I mean, totally. But I think now, like, I just worry for people. I don't know. I think other people probably have a better handle on it than I do. (laughs) Let all these let all these fucking TikTokers die. You know what I mean? It's it's Uh like honestly though, the, the fact that this stuff is like these articles about like TikTokers' mental health and unionizing and rights. It's like unionizing reputable news outlets are talking about like Mm -hmm. rights and the mental health of i'm like no one forced you to do this guys like you you chose to become a multi-millionaire from dancing and being hot i I can't feel sorry for you (laughs) you don't have right you don't need extra rights Well, chris tiktoker is the only job now if you don't want to work at amazon delivery that's all you got when you were younger you didn't have sorry to bring up your gen x-ness you didn't (laughs) have the same like technology there's there's a certain point though where it's like what are we talking about guys like what like literally what are we talking about like let's break down what's actually happening a rich kid is dancing for money and they're (laughs) complaining about what it's doing to their psyche like i can't Mm -hmm. care about that like i cannot dancing with their clothes on yeah yeah (laughs) loser shit loser shit unless unless they have a sick body i mean they all have sick if i'm gonna do a backflip the shirt's coming off i think but but our our age gives us the luxury, you know. The one good thing about totally, our age is totally. that we had our, our you know our feet was in was in the jacuzzi of, both you know, yeah, in both worlds sure. for a little bit to where we can disassociate ourselves from social media. Your generation and younger, it's in your brain from birth. It's just it's a but part it's, of but you. There's and they can't disassociate. But it's also like, where's the can we can we have some personal responsibility? You know what I mean? Right. Like Chrissy, Chrissy's literally a shining example of this. She's saying to us, <laughs> this stuff wasn't working for me, so I stopped doing it and my life is better because of it. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's really that. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy to do. Of course it's not. But my point is like, you don't have, no one has to do this stuff. You're not, right. this isn't, this yeah. isn't well, like I don't, I don't have to drink coffee and smoke cigs, but I'm unable to quit doing those things. Yeah. Sure. But you also don't really try. <laughs> That's true. I think it's like, I think when you're younger and your brain isn't fully developed, totally. you're just prone to being addicted to things anyway. And so it makes, it makes sense to me that people are, I just, I'd like to see more responsibility from, I don't know, the fucking government to yeah. provide healthcare. Oh, Sorry. No, they like don't they don't care. The see, mental keep health this, keep this lib, keep this lib shit off this podcast. This is not, a, this is, <laughs> this is not hey. a healthcare for everybody type show. Okay. We Yo, don't really if you do. go to the doctor, you're a fucking Pussy if you go to the doctor. Yeah, I don't go to doctors, baby. We go to healers. We go to Equinox. I do my own dental work. No, I think there is. I mean, there, it, is a, it is a real issue, but I also think that it's like just the, the amount of sympathy and empathy we're supposed to have for these people is just I, I am void. Totally. The mental health conversation has definitely and I've definitely been guilty of this in the past. Like it's not you want everyone to have accessible mental health care and it doesn't exist in America. And so then we end up talking about like how that's the bigger issue. Like, yeah, the bigger issue is that our culture does make people miserable. And then we're all supposed to like be there for your friends as a means of dealing with that. And it's not enough. No. Yeah. I don't check it. I trust me. Jason could tell you, I don't check in on my friends at all. It's not enough. (laughs) You, you, it's not enough to check in. You also have to, you also have to buy stuff. You have to buy stuff. And show up. You have to show up. You have to show up. You have to recommend Headspace. You have to ask if they've used melatonin. (laughs) (laughs) But all this stuff, I mean, I was reading the story the other, I mean, I was reading this, there was this New York Times story about like, you know, the end of the imperial like fashion editor thing. Okay. 
it's it's basically but it's basically just people being like i didn't want to go to paris so i went and saw my family and they want like a reward for it's like but that's your job like what are you talking about like i just don't understand this like we don't I, like if i i just don't i don't it's crazy to me i mean i also don't have a real job so it's not fair for me i, I don't sure. my life is great and i've engineered it that way and i'm very happy so i don't have these like i don't need mental health days i don't need to take time off I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to show up and do my thing because it's my thing that I choose to do when I want to do it for the most and, part. And Chris has had a big problem with Na- with Na- uh, Naomi Osaka as well. He's been really pissed off about no. her. No. No, no. <laughs> athletes, athletes, I have respect. He thinks respect. it's a I, load of, of BS. Yeah, athletes, I have respect for. Editors, no no respect. Much like Chrissy. I don't. Right. No respect. No respect. We, we only respect people that have insane you can bodies. Edit That's these our nuts. Put your, put your body on the line and put your yeah. <laughs> entire identity into social media or shut the fuck up yeah put that in your freaking google doc <laughs> it's gonna be it's 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 only gonna get worse but this is like i was listening to something today about how this you know this is still the entire narrative about covid was basically like Uh-oh. you're gonna die you know you're it, it's, it's just like stay inside do this do that and there's the, the secondary thing may last longer than the effects of the actual disease, which is the mental part of it and like what it yeah. did to people. And there's no real, like we have no, no, no one cares. Cause that's like not that we don't care about care. that. Well, it's not that we don't, it's not that regular people don't care. Like you the government care doesn't about care. People. Right. Exactly. Well, like well speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I very much <laughs> care about other people's mental health and I'm going to therapy. Blah, 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 blah. I recommend it for everyone. But like, <laughs> There's there's not a therapist for everyone. No, of course not. So that's always gonna be impossible and it fucking sucks. Like right now I'm going through the process of like finding a psychiatrist in Philadelphia, getting the right medication, whatever, and it's just the thing in the thing in Philadelphia is like you know you got uh, just you kind of pour some beer on it you pour a Yingling on it and it kind of just goes away the problem it's pretty yeah. crazy if it Jason. doesn't go away even like a bug bite if it, yeah if if a little Yingling on the open wound doesn't fix it you're gay that's what they say in Philly did you guys did you guys watch Mayor of Easttown do you guys know about nope. the culture <laughs> nope I know about the culture of Philadelphia from the uh, the kind of assumptions that I make about it from going there a couple yeah. times. I don't. I have like your educated. cultural assumptions. Defund the police. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, Chrissy. we gotta Jersey. defund those fucking. Police. <laughs> Thank you guys. We gotta defund the pod. Defund this. Whoa, 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 No, 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 no. Chill, 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 chill. This is a free chill, podcast. Chill, chill. There's no Patreon. Yeah, you can't right. defund us. You can't defund us. We don't digitally panhandle like yeah, some of your other guys, favorite podcasts. Sorry, I know we're ending it, but when are you guys cashing out? When are you going to sell out? What the as fuck? soon as Spotify offers us between twenty and sixty million dollars uh, and okay. stock options. Yeah, we got the That's first great. offer, and we said mm, we need something a little closer to call her daddy. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We said if Jason, if Jason Bateman and his little buddies can get eighty million, you know what I'm saying? We could, you could break off how long gone? A, a yeah, we, we got a we got a decent offer, and I said let's. I'd like to see another zero at the end of that, yeah. and then we can kind of right. chit chat. But we ain't, we ain't there yet. Chris, Chrissy, it comes as no surprise to you that Jason is a master negotiator. Totally. So it's it's you know it's it's been a little hands off for me, but he feels he's the ideas the man. He's the one with the TV ideas. So yeah, of course he's he got. He's, he's, he's I don't got, like that of... we couldn't finish that sentence without laughing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Look, as a failed 
TV writer myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, Chris, I can write you out of this show no, if no, you want. No, if no, you don't no. want I mean, to be involved, I, 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 my agent is not going to allow me you to attach me to it for sales purposes. But I, <laughs> we that's something we can discuss. You know, I, unless maybe executive producer credit is is it, Chris. Maybe you're not FX material after all. <laughs> okay. Chrissy, you want to become famous? Not a little dicky. We're not all Dave. <laughs> yeah, Chrissy, do you do you want to replace me on the How Long Gone TV show? Uh, sure. I think I could get some tats and figure it out. <laughs> it's not that hard, honestly. You just have to be dumb and white. You're halfway there. Have yeah. you seen American Pickers? It's going to be kind of like that. American cool. Pickers. Yeah, Jason's the fat guy on American I'm Pickers. Free. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chrissy, I would, well, say, well, well. Uh, I would say shout out your social media handles, but you have none of that. So is there no. anything? Do you want to just say hi to any friends that you know in the neighborhood or well, any out. other thing like that? <laughs> shout out to Philadelphia. Oh, God. Um, no, there's nothing. Is I, there Okay, no. is there a song that you want us to play you out with at the end then? Oh, my God. Um, like a G6. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> thank you very cool thank you Chrissy it was good to hear from you I'm glad you're doing well we'll check in soon for sure (laughs) bye